Welcome to ODP, yeah you know we, we be keeping it real on the open door policy. See. Hello, my name is Jess. And I'm Steph. And uh, yeah, this is Open Door Policy, but before we get it started, let's explain why we're here. Hello. Hi, and so we are based in San Diego, California, and what we want to do is bring a platform to local artists to just share their art, whether it be music, dance, photography. Basically, we're here for creatives that are from our city that we love, mm -hmm. and we want to be the voice to share to your city what you're doing for your city and your community. Because yep. you deserve your community support, mm -hmm. and you deserve the attention, and we support whatever kind of art and passion that you have. We want to be the place that you come and share because yeah and I think that what comes with it with artists we have on the show we want to make sure that they're comfortable they're safe and that's why we've named our show open door policy because we feel like we can communicate with them and they could be genuine as well as express their artistic feelings and not feel like they're guarded so. and that's how you build a connection with mm -hmm. an artist when you can relate to them exactly and what better place to come when you feel like you can be completely honest and open with who you are exactly right yep okay so what's going on today? So today we're going to do a bit for the first time called Uber Therapy that we came up with. Mm-hmm. And should I kind of share what it is? Yeah. Just go ahead and start with how, okay. how we'll do it. So Uber Therapy is a, is a situation that you get in when you order an Uber, you're in an Uber, and you're in a vehicle for who knows how long, but with a complete, complete stranger. stranger. And you have no idea what can happen, but what's crazy no about... No idea. Ubers is that you don't know who this is, so your conversation is completely raw because you don't feel nervous. You and you don't have that long time term with them, and exactly. you just want to like share everything. And it's just a matter of like if you affect their life or they affect you in some type of way. Mm -hmm. And also too, it's like I think nowadays for people, it's easy just to kind of like not communicate face to face. In True. Like the times that and we're very in. like social media generation. Just it's like, easy to hide it behind a phone, but now that you know someone, excuse me, you don't know somebody. Yeah. And that changes it. And now that we have Uber as this platform to just be like, what's up? Yep, I'm Steph. Two minutes it in, where are you, you to, from? It forces you to keep being exactly. Cool. And like talk to somebody. And so we want to share our personal experiences and just go along for the ride. Yeah. So let's so get it started. Let's get with it started. Episode one of Uber Therapy. Fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So Jessica has a story to share, and it was actually from today. How ironic! Because yeah. we did plan Uber Therapy, but it just happened to be. And let's also be aware that your situation personally is that you currently don't have a car, right. and you actually are Ubering everywhere. Yeah. So I got into like a whack ass car accident a couple months ago. So while I'm waiting for all that to get fixed, I literally Uber every day. I literally meet different mm -hmm. people every single day and I have different conversations and different experiences and it's, um, yeah. And so today in particular definitely affected me. And like, I think what's most special is that like, I, I have no idea who this person is, but somehow everything happens for a reason and there was a reason why like I ended up in their car today. Cool. Right? Yeah, so who is he or she? All right. So let's kind of like, let me just... Yeah, start from the beginning. Let me just share with start you... Start from the beginning, where you were... the situation is even happening. <clears throat> and it's like currently going on in my life. And it's a little uncomfortable to share, but whatever. Okay. So, uh, recently, my ex-boyfriend's trying to come back into my life. I know, what the fuck? No scrubs, trust me, okay? But I know I'd be running it back on the TLC, no, no scrubs, on the daily. But mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. so he's like, what's up, I'm sorry, whatever. Okay. So... He has been trying to come back into my life, but we do have a very 
rocky and long history and so my family is not the biggest fan right so recently you know we've been in contact but i haven't said shit because like i'm just like it's not that serious to me because i'm still trying to figure out what the fuck i'm doing because like i'm just not i'm also just not really i'm very independent and i'm like hard to kind of be in a relationship with someone because i because i'm (laughs) a little out there and i understand that so it's not something i'm like it's not um a priority of mine it's more of like if it happens organically okay whatever so with him coming back into my situation I'm like what the fuck so did you see him so I totally saw him okay and we're like on a bike ride trying to go get coffee to discuss like whatever and my aunt we're in PV and my aunt like rolls up in her car and was like Jess, hey. So you ran into so your aunt so while she, you were with your she's ex. She's driving and she sees me on a bike ride with him and oh she like is driving on the side of me and she's like, hello, you know? And I'm <laughs> like, oh God. And like, she, it, thank God for oncoming traffic. So she kind of like had to keep going. But I literally like freaked the fuck out because like, this is like someone I should not be like hanging out with. with right especially now. in front of your family. Again, okay. Yeah, keep yeah going, whatever. Keep going. So I'm like, I'm just pre- at this point, like waiting for the phone call when I'm going to hear From his your mouth parents? because like my family's overly like they, they overstep their boundaries and feel like they can like say whatever, which is fine. Right. I get that they care, but it's intense. So I'm like, you know, living, my day was chilling, like la di da da just getting ready for the day. La la la. And then I'm about to get in this Uber to come meet with you. Okay. And she calls me and she's like, Jessica, what the fuck are you doing? with so-and-so and I'm like trying to kind of explain my reasoning but she's just going on and on and on about like you're what are you doing you're making a mistake like you stop going down that road blah 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 and I get off but like I'm having a part of this conversation with her while I'm in this uber oh, like coming in hot I open the door and like she's fucking yelling at me that's why you were also late. just like side note I was a little stoned so like this oh, was hella aggressive like I was just trying to chill so like sh- her coming at me was like already just like whatever and then I get off the phone and I and I don't really share like I first of all I can't even believe we're talking about this right now currently but it's fine but I don't typically share like this part of my life with a lot of people right so it's you know I step into this car with someone I don't know and he's already like knows like the deepest, most vulnerable, vulnerable part of me, mm-hmm. and then I like, and the volume was hella loud, so he totally heard everything yeah, she was saying. Yeah, everything. And then I get off the phone, and like we're just sitting there in awkward silence, and he's just like driving. Oh shit! And I'm just like, like, what do you even say to that if you're a driver? I was like, I'm sorry, like you heard all that, like I don't, I don't know, and like already he's like, like what's going on? Like what do you like? What's the situation? Kind of thing, you know. And I'm, like, talking to him and explaining it. And what he, you know, I'm I'm explaining the reasons why this person I'm involved with is making these certain mistakes or why these struggles may be difficult for anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, like, starts to share a personal thing with me about, like, his father is an alcoholic. He has issues in his family and his sister is actually involved with, like, drugs and is having a hard time. As you are relating to with your ex. Kind of, Yeah. And then he, you know, he shares, like, it's crazy because people have a choice. Like, we have the same parents. We've experienced the same situation. And yet my sister's doing this in her life, and I'm choosing to do this in mine. So it's a matter of, like, you being strong enough and not doing, like, those bad things to hurt people or hurt yourself. Now, was he giving you the questions as far as, like, 
are you going to stay with him or are you going to just try to be friends or like the situation of your type of relationship he with was him? Just, he was just asking me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like what I wanted to do. And I was just kind of sharing like it's always been hard for me to like hear outside perspective from my family or anything right. like that because I'm just trying to explore the situation for the experience and like understand how I feel personally. Mm-hmm. Especially when an opinion is coming from someone who's like or from a from people who aren't like more stable than I am, you know. But it was just crazy mm. how like he shares all this information with me, and he made a good point because he made me think because it, it is true. And like any and like we can all like take this into consideration on anyone who makes a mistake or anyone who feels like they need to blame like their decisions and what they do on somebody else. Like, well, I wasn't this when I was younger, or. My family did this to me, or like my parents treated me this way, so this is why I'm like this, and this is why I can't address this or deal with this. Right. When in actuality, it's like all a mindset and all a choice, because he was he was the exact example of like we have the same parents, they were both fucked up, but I'm not over here doing all the shit my sister's doing. I'm choosing to be a different person and live my life a different way. So it forced me to look into my situation, and it's like, well, fuck, you know, like. How many times do you allow someone to say sorry and also, you know, explain themselves as to, oh, I did this because of this, where it's just like, you just shouldn't have done that. You should have just been strong enough to do it one way, you know? I know. Does he make it feel, or was it, it was a he, right? Does he make it feel like you are okay to feel how you do now? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it makes me, like, because he even was sharing, you know, when your family, it can be really hard to ask them to back off or whatever, to kind of, like, stay out of your business kind of thing, because you need to, like, do what you want to do for yourself. Right. Always, like, keep that that pressure from an outside factor on making your decision, and that's always been my issue, because I've always been so, like, concerned with what people think about me or if I'm disappointing anyone, and I think for me, because I'm, like, not like them, whereas I've just... I want to forgive people, and even and people may think this is stupid or naive, but I don't mind that I make it hurt in a situation. I still just want to experience it and, like, give someone the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and believe that, like, you know, like, Gina, she told me one time, or, like, so, one of our really good friends, and she was like, I believe that if someone makes a choice, genuinely makes a choice to change, they can change. And I, Facts. yeah, and I believe that too. Like, I, no matter how, I don't know. I feel like when when someone actually decides to do something, they'll do what they want to do. And when they do the things they need to do, the change, despite their history and what they've done up to this point, I believe they can do that. Right. And so, call it stupid, naive, and just like hope. I don't know. Whatever you may call it, I will. I have and I always will just want to believe people can be better. And that's just us also, I feel, as women. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we always give the benefit of the doubt to not only men, and to be not to be sexist, it's just like we are compassionate, genuine, and lovable people from, like, who I know as women. Yeah. And I think that you aren't to blame for feeling how you feel mm-hmm. and that this Uber experience actually made you feel like I am not wrong for wanting to meet up with him. Or just and to giving, explore something yeah, else and see what was exactly. up. Exactly. So I don't, I don't blame you at all for feeling how you are. Yeah. But it was just dope that, like, he didn't know who I was at all whatsoever, but he was completely, like, sharing with me something that was affecting him and his family, and you could tell it was close to his heart. And I literally... I, like, just was spilling my heart out, like, 
anything. It was like nothing was off limits. And then, yeah, he, we get to the station and we were just like, cool. <laughs> Like, sick, man. Like, good luck, bro. And then I walked out. To see me. Yeah, and I was just hella shook. Crazy. Wow. Okay. And then you came in when I was working, and you're like, I just had the most lit Uber ride. Yeah. And I was like, we have to share it. We have to share it on our podcast. And I think that that was perfect. So that was today's Uber therapy. Fuck. What is Uber therapy? Yeah.